0: This is Reverse Reset Restore, the podcast that aims to help reverse the effects of carrying around physical, mental, and emotional pain, encouraging exploration of different ways to reset our beliefs and behaviors to restore our relationship with ourselves and others. I'm your host Sally, and this is my real-life journey of overcoming my own damaging beliefs. Change comes from within. Welcome to Reverse, Reset, Restore. Today, I want to talk about disappointment. Disappointment can be a challenging emotion, especially when it's linked to feeling unsupported by others. Whether it's a lack of encouragement from loved ones or a perceived absence of validation, or you feel like no one ever seems to celebrate or make efforts for you and what you are doing and achieving in your life, such experiences can leave us feeling alone and disheartened. Disappointment is tied to expectations. And expectations come with strings attached. Those strings are our fears, our judgments, our false beliefs about ourselves. They show up as proof of our belief system that proclaims no one really cares about me or I don't matter. The thing is, No matter how much we might want to, we can't force anyone to show up in our lives. When we hold these expectations so firmly in our minds, we're always going to be disappointed. Which means we are opening the door for ourselves to feel resentful, hurt, rejected, less than, unworthy, unloved. These types of feelings and their corresponding thoughts drive wedges between ourselves and those we love. I know, because there have been a number of times in my life where I have felt deeply disappointed by those around me. And that disappointment has left me feeling isolated, angry, ashamed, afraid, and like an imposter. I ummed and aahed about doing this particular episode. It's been sitting with me for a while, but you know, one of the reasons I felt compelled to start podcasting was because I wanted to share my own experiences, no matter how painful, raw, or even current that they might be. I wanted to share because I know that there are many of us in this big, wide world that have similar thinking, feelings, and beliefs. And we use those three things to hurt us, in our actions and our interactions with others. When I first started talking with my friends about starting up a podcast, I got a lot of support. Everyone seemed really excited for me. It bolstered my spirits. But the reality is now that it's birthed, it's here in the world, a living entity of my personal journey. That support hasn't been there in the way I had hoped from some of the people I expected it from. It's been, at times, painful to feel that some of my closest friends have not shown up for me in this new adventure. The reality is, is that it's really been an important lesson in understanding that disappointment is born out of expectations. And those expectations are my own creation. This disappointment thing has been something in my life since I was young. I've always been earnest in my care and love of others. I've supported business ventures and growing families and being a shoulder to cry on. This hasn't always felt like it's been reciprocated. I'm not having a whinge. (laughs) This is not the point of me bringing this subject up. But I guess while I have been aware of my disappointment, which has of course opened up fresh wounds of inadequacy and rejection and not being good enough, it's helping me to see the work I have already done and that still needs to be done in this area of my life. Feeling disappointed at the lack of support from others adds another weight to my already overburdened thinking. Not only am I carrying around this expectation and judging people for not being there for me, I conversely feel shame for thinking that. It's not always easy to navigate the complexities of all these thoughts and feelings bouncing around from shame and sadness and loneliness and anger and even confusion. Sharing this experience with you because I think I'm not alone. I bet most of us have felt the utter despair of being disappointed by situations or people. We've cultivated these grand expectations and imaginings of how things will be. And when they're not what we hoped for, if we have built our hopes up, it can be crushing. While seeking support from others is natural, It's equally important for us to learn how to overcome those disappointments and find the strength within ourselves. So how have I been dealing with this disappointment? Besides the occasional teary-eyed moments, the quiet rages to my partner and the thoughts that have told me that it's for reasons X, Y, and Z, I've had to work through all the feelings. These are some of the strategies I've been using to navigate these feelings and cultivate my self-support. The first step in overcoming disappointment is acknowledging your emotions. It is okay to feel let down and unsupported. Give yourself permission to experience your feelings without judgment. I think that that's always been a personal issue for me, not wanting to feel those feelings without placing judgments on them. And of course, those judgments are negative thoughts, feelings, and even beliefs about myself and my worth and my place in the world. Our feelings are valid, and it's important to recognize that we have the right to feel disappointed when we don't receive the support we expected. This validation can help us to move forward constructively. I think we often minimize our feelings because we think we are wrong to have them. This thinking is distorted and unhelpful. A big key for me has been in reflecting on my expectations. Taking a moment to reflect on them. Are they being, am I being realistic? Sometimes our disappointment arises from placing too much emphasis on other people's responses or actions. Having to adjust your expectations can help manage that disappointment. Another thing that I've been doing is just doing myself a favor and practicing some self-compassion, being kind to myself. You know, it's always helpful when we can treat ourselves with the same compassion that we would offer a friend who's experiencing disappointment. Passion involves acknowledging your pain without self-criticism. And this can be a hard practice to master, especially When your feelings are hurt and your self-talk is trying to sway you to feel even lower. If you are, like me, typically the person in your group that is the shoulder to cry on, the voice of reason, imagine what you would say to a friend who came to you feeling disappointed. I bet you wouldn't be unkind to them, like you're allowing your internal dialogue to speak to you. Following on from practicing self-compassion is the focus on self-support. When your external support is lacking, turn your intention inward. Cultivate self-support by reminding yourself of your strengths, your accomplishments, and your resilience. Recognize you have the capacity within you to uplift yourself. You are more powerful, capable, and resilient than you can even realize. I always try to consider the situation from a different angle. Are there other factors that might be influencing what I perceive as a lack of support? Gaining a broader perspective can help you see the situation more objectively. It's not always about us, right? One of the most helpful sentences that has got me through some tough times, that on the face of them are definitely filled with valid disappointments, is it's not about me, it's about them. This sentence, at least for me, takes the the pressure off me and stops the spiral of my self-judgmental voice pitching in. It halts the classic cognitive distortion thinking pattern of personalization where everything is my fault. It removes my feeling of trying to control others or take on the responsibility for what other people are doing or not doing. When you can put these things into perspective or find a magic sentence that diminishes the painful feelings... You won't feel the same level of disappointment and it's accompanying self-torture devices such as shame and rejection. When we are feeling disappointed, it's the time to embrace positive self-talk. Replacing the negative self-talk that is loving its spotlight on the stage with positive affirmations will really change the way that you feel. Challenge the thoughts that reinforce feelings of unworthiness and replace them with statements that affirm your value and strength. Invest time in self-care activities that nourish your well-being. Engage in hobbies, exercise, spend time in nature or practice mindfulness. Do something you absolutely love. These activities will help lift your spirits and improve your overall outlook. A guaranteed way to navigate your way out of disappointment and expectations and the feeling of rejection and everything else that comes up swirling behind it is to practice gratitude. Shift your focus to the positive aspects of your life. Cultivating gratitude for the things that are going well can help counteract the impact of disappointment. And when your thoughts go running back to feeling that way, remember that you can rein them back in lovingly through giving thanks for the good in your life. Disappointment, well, it is a part of life. It's going to be something we all experience and building resilience can help us bounce back. If I'm feeling disappointed about someone who I feel hasn't shown up in my life, I have to also reflect that maybe there's been times when I haven't shown up in others and they've felt disappointment because of their own expectations too developing the ability to adapt and cope with challenges by building on our strengths and learning from setbacks is the way that we can cultivate resilience. While you may feel unsupported by some people in your life, it definitely won't be all the people you know. So, Seek connections with those who will uplift and encourage you. Surrounding yourself with positivity can counterbalance feelings of disappointment. If you're still not feeling it, it might be time to look at setting some boundaries. Evaluate your relationships and identify those that consistently contribute to your feelings of being unsupported. There are several people in my life that I've had to establish boundaries with. Because I have felt bound to what I perceive as their expectations for me to be emotionally and mentally available to them at all times. But it wasn't mutual. Setting boundaries is one of the healthiest things you can do for yourself to safeguard against individuals who undermine your well-being. Or as I like to call them, emotional vampires. If you just can't get over your feelings of disappointment and the undercurrent of expectations, judgment or rejection please seek professional help. If feelings of disappointment and lack of support become overwhelming, seeking the guidance of a mental health professional can provide valuable insights and coping strategies. Before we wrap this episode up, I think it's also really vital to recognize that our expectations of how we think others should react and respond to the things we value in our life can easily become a sticking point where we judge them. And if allowed to fester, That grows into resentment and further judgment. It's important to make a choice about what we are willing to let go and what we cannot abide. Some people, the ones who are repeat offenders, the users and the abusers of your kindness, may need to be removed from the sphere of your life. For others, and this is wholly dependent on their importance to you, we may need to offer them grace. Sometimes the people who disappoint us the most just don't have it within them to be any other way. We can't change that. Our only responsibility is in our decisions on how we move forward. Can you let go of your expectations and be okay with the fact that this person or those people just don't have the capacity to give back to you in the way that you hope? If the answer is yes, that shows real growth and an ability to see the situation from a different vantage point. If your answer is no... Don't stress. You're not there yet. And that is okay. Just remember that if you are willingly choosing to hold your expectations over someone who you know cannot meet them, you are doing yourself and potentially your relationship with them a disservice. Remember, letting go and forgiveness is about setting yourself free. Holding that disappointment and won't see it magically disappear. It won't see them magically change their ways and be the person you want them to be, or do the things you want them to do. Overcoming disappointment when feeling unsupported is definitely a journey, and it requires a lot of self-compassion, self-support, and a shift in your perspective. While seeking external validation is natural, developing the capacity to uplift yourself can be a transformative and empowering experience. By practicing self-care, cultivating self-compassion, fostering resilience, you can navigate disappointment and find the inner strength to thrive independently. It's been a really good lesson for me to remember that my worth is not defined by the support of others. I possess the power to support and uplift myself. And that goes for you too. I want to thank you for spending some time with me today. This was a tough episode for me personally because it's a lesson I'm actively working through. I know that our personal development journeys sometimes require multiple lessons on the same content. We heal and grow and then something similar comes up down the road and we realize "Mm, we still have some healing to be done in that area. It's not always a quick fix or even a one-time review and all is done and dusted. A lot of the time, the universe is going to keep at it allowing us the opportunity to clear out that deeply rooted garbage we've taken on board. And whenever this stuff comes up, instead of clutching to these valid feelings, we can choose to look for the lesson that this might be trying to teach us. If you're feeling connected to the information and experiences that I share here on Reverse Reset Restore, I would love it if you'd consider writing a review or sharing this with someone you think needs to hear it. Once again, I thank you so much for being here, for being part of my journey. As always, we finish up our episode with a quote from renowned psychiatrist, physician, researcher, spiritual leader and teacher and lecturer, David R. Hawkins. The willingness to forgive and release others is a great way to improve our quality of life.